0: Drama continues to unfold between the United States and Mexico after Mexico announced it would stop buying certain genetically modified corn by 2024. This is corn that has traits that make it resistant to drought or pests, for example. The United States has requested a consultation with Mexico under the USMCA to resolve this dispute, arguing Mexico's decision is not based on science. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, visiting with Ken Rosenau. He's a fourth-generation corn grower who serves on the Wisconsin Corn Promotion Board. He's also a representative to the U.S. Grains Council. He tells me why Wisconsin would be impacted if Mexico stops buying GM corn, but first he gives us some more background on the situation.
1: At the end of 2020, that Mexican president issued a decree stating that they would start to ban GMO corn in Mexico starting in 2024. Now, this was uh, very upsetting to all of us who grow corn here in Wisconsin and throughout the United States. We really weren't understanding how this could happen. And then just recently, in February, actually, when... uh, Many uh, or a few of us from Wisconsin were at the U.S. Grains Council meeting. The Mexican president issued another decree, and this time he changed it from all corn to just uh, basically corn for human consumption, which is basically the white corn that they use for their tortillas.
0: Describe to me what do they mean by genetically modified corn and how much that encompasses corn in the U.S.?
1: Sure. Well, genetically modified corn is really a common thing here in the U.S. Uh, It can include such things as resistance to herbicide. Uh, Now there's traits out that give us uh, protection from drought. There's uh, traits that help us protect our crops from insects and so on. And I believe right now probably at least 90% of all the corn raised in the U.S. is GMO corn.
0: And then how important is Mexico to our corn exports?
1: Mexico is very important. It's really our number one corn importer that buys corn from us uh, once or twice. I believe China has uh, upped them out of being number one. But mostly it's been Mexico, and Mexico is number one again right now. So it's very, very important to all corn growers in the U.S.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why the United States has now requested a a dispute settlement case.
1: That's right. Just recently, Catherine Tai, the US trade representative, brought this forth. So, uh then I believe they have a time to respond and I think with it in I think about 75 days or so, then uh, it goes to a panel if it's not uh, settled before then. The decree was set to go into place in 2024, so it It hasn't really happened yet, so they're still buying a lot of corn from us. I think from the last uh, year, which I have uh, figures for here, it was like about 16.9 million metric tons, and uh, a metric ton is about 39.3 bushels. So it's a lot, a lot of corn. In um, 2022, in Wisconsin here, we produced 545 1,400,000 1,400,000 bushels of corn, which is about 13.9 million metric tons. If we sold all, all the corn we produced in Wisconsin as grain, that would be about 83% of what uh, Mexico would import in about a year or so. It's a significant amount of corn.
0: Does Wisconsin corn tend to go to Mexico, or Wisconsin farmers, would they be severely impacted by these decrees from Mexico in 2024?
1: Well, no, I don't think a lot of corn from Wisconsin actually goes to Mexico, but Wisconsin farmers would still be severely impacted by this. As you know, um, corn is really a general commodity now, and it's uh, affected on the world market. So no matter... What happens, the price of our corn here is still pretty much determined by what goes on on the board of trade. Yeah, Wisconsin farmers would be very, very affected because the price we get would be greatly decreased by if such a thing were to happen.
0: Any predictions as to what it would do to the market?
1: Well, I think even just the rumors of it happening would uh, be devastating, you know, because you know how things go on, on uh, the markets here. It, it just takes one little thing and you can lose 30 cents, you know, in a couple hours here or whatever. So, yes, if it, if it actually would happen, Mexico, as I said, is still the number one importer of U.S. corn. So if that would happen, it would be very, very serious.
0: If Mexico did stop buying genetically modified corn from the United States, would you be scrambling to find new export markets?
1: well we're we're always doing that through all the things that have gone on with China, too, as I said, you know they have been number one once in a while, too, and you know then when they pull out, that really uh, helps us to know that we really need to diversify our markets, and uh, we we also are continuing to do that. But Mexico is such a good market for us, and we re- we really want to keep that in fact. Just in the last uh, couple weeks, a delegation from the U.S. Greens Council traveled down there, and they've met with uh, some of the groups of top importers down there. And these people really don't want this to happen. They realize how important it is to them. So they're uh, really working with us to try to get things straightened out.
0: You've got to think that this would have implications for Mexico, too, to all of a sudden stop taking such an important commodity and have to get it elsewhere for likely a, a higher price. Is is that part of the persuasion?
1: Well, that's exactly right. It it would be uh increased cost to them. And, and I think um, a, a study was done, even at, if it were to go into effect just for the white corn that they use for human food, even though we don't send a lot of that down there, I think the study showed that in the first year that this would take place, it would increase the cost of their tortillas by 40%. And then in years down the road, it would probably hover around 16%. But I I really have to bring out here, you know, how significant a thing this is because the GMO traits have, uh, you know, been proven safe through all health organizations, through U.S through the World Health Organization. This is a uh, sound science, and it's something, you know, that we really have to draw a line in the sand on because, uh, you know, if we allow people to start doing things like this that go against sound science, where is it going to end? It's something we really have to stand up for and make sure that it is taken care of.
0: Ken Rosenau, along with us, a fourth-generation corn grower who serves on the Wisconsin Corn Promotion Board and is a representative to the U.S. Grains Council, offering some background and the implications of the dispute between the United States and Mexico over genetically modified corn. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.